season is sponsored by Crossway. Today I'm sharing a book called A Better Encouragement, Trading Self-Help with True Hope. It's a study on the theme of encouragement through scripture by Lindsay Carson. As she journeys through scripture, she exposes the folly of the self-help industry and points to the better encouragement we have in the gospel and what it looks like to root our hearts in it. In line with Paul's exhortation to the Thessalonians to keep encouraging one another, the last few chapters are particularly helpful on what it looks like to practically encourage one another with the gospel and the precious future hope of Christ's return, as well as what it looks like to foster a culture of biblical encouragement in our churches. Grab a copy wherever you get your books. Welcome to Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. My name's Felicity and I'm here in the States and I'm with my sister Sarah, she's in the UK. And this episode we're going to be continuing in First Thessalonians, talking about Jesus' return as we hit chapter five of this letter. Good to see you, Sarah. Any uh, joy in the cup today? Um, just a normal cup of tea, but I've got with it, I've got a morning coffee biscuit. Did you know that there were biscuits called morning coffee biscuits? No. Do they taste like coffee? Um, they're very plain. No, I think they're to go with your coffee. But I was thinking, well, why can't I put it with my tea? So I put it with my tea. <laughs> yeah. Is there such thing as a morning tea biscuit? Probably well, not. I know. I thought, oh, I feel a bit prejudiced that there's not a morning tea biscuit, <laughs> but there is a morning coffee one. What have you got? Oh, just the usual, a very, very normal cup of tea. And to be honest, I'm struggling for biscuits. So mm. yeah, nothing, nothing of great adventure to report there. Still on the hunt for a good one. That's all right. <laughs> Whatever we're drinking is nice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Sarah, while we are sipping our very ordinary tea, but having delightful times together, um, let us talk about this. The struggle with daily quiet times and Mm. I think both of us can empathize with this big time the heart is willing the flesh is weak it's a constant battle what's some encouragement for our hearts in this how do we battle to get up and read our bibles Mm. yeah I think I've been thinking about this um particularly this week I've been thinking about it as I look back on we've been in London for a year now to this week and um, my husband asked me what this week, what I was particularly thankful for. And um, my first thing was to say, actually, the daily deposits <laughs> of time with the Lord that have meant that we're keeping going and we're standing firm on this truth a year on. Um, and I genuinely, that that is what I'm super thankful for. Um, and it's not that it hasn't been a struggle to get up every day. And it's not that it isn't a battle with my heart to want to do it because it is because, I'd, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's hard to get up early, isn't it? And um, but seeing the fruit of just that little deposit day by day of recalibrating my heart with the truth of God's word has meant that a year on like that's the thing I'm most thankful for. So I, th- I guess I just take that as an encouragement. Um, the battle's real. The struggle is there. But keep pressing on because whilst it's not going to be life changing in those moments that you're doing it, the deposits mount up. I love that. I love that. So as you look back, you see the joy of the battle, which is really encouraging because it's not that if you're not getting up in the morning with a big smile on your face at the thought of reading mm. your Bible, then that's it. It's all over. But actually, the reward of it is is long term. I would echo that. For sure. And I think trusting, it comes back to that same thing, doesn't it? Trusting that God is working through his words. So as mm. we do get up and get into it and pray and enjoy time with him, he is doing a work in us. And often we're not the people who are going to see that in ourselves. Is it? I think often it's our 
nearest and dearest who might notice more and yeah and also it's it's asking them to encourage you in that because actually David said oh yeah I've really seen that this year and I was like oh tell me more often because <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can't see it <laughs> yeah it was really great to hear from him I've really seen this resolute kind of you you know you're not messing around like this is what your first thing um of the day looks like so yeah yeah that okay let's read should we Felicity why don't you read for us the beginning of chapter five Yes, chapter 5, verse 1 through to 11. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them as suddenly as labour pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. Thank you, Felicity. Um, so we're carrying carry on with our with our Bible handling tools. Um, we're nearing, nearing the end, actually, as we near the end of the letter. But mm-hmm. Felicity, let's think a little bit about the repetition tool. Um, we've talked about this kind of in passing over the season as well, because I think it's, it's something we use a lot. Um, talk to us about it and why it's so valuable. I love this one because it really is as straightforward as it sounds, like literally reading slowly and spotting things that are repeated. And that is often Mm. words, but also it can be ideas as well, can't it? So I think like this in this passage, even just from a first reading, you would get the repetition of night and day, light and darkness. And as we hear that, we then think, okay, that is something that Paul, whoever's writing, the author of the, the bit of the Bible we're in, they want us to take note of that mm-hmm. thing. And we we do that when we're talking and when we're writing, we repeat things that we think are important. And that's what Bible writers do as well. So it's a really helpful first step. It's one of the first things I do, actually. When we were with Andrew last week, he was talking about the structure being the first thing. I go often structure and then repetition. And I think that kind of gives you a big picture idea of what mm-hmm. the author is saying. So just an, one that is wide open to different coloured yeah oh absolutely (laughs) crack out those colors Um, but it does link to the structure doesn't it in the sense that we've got in verse 18 so the verse before um of last week's passage we've got therefore encourage one another and at the end of this week's passage we've got therefore encourage one another and so we've got that repetition kind of helping us to see the structure as well haven't we yes absolutely yeah love that so then helps us to see the big ideas as well that are being parceled mm. up and um, and it helps you to see then see the tone as well oh, it's all yeah. linking in isn't it all linking in isn't yeah. it yeah as if they intended it <laughs> god intended it to be i love it but let's get into what is actually being talked about here and i think um verse two you know very well that the day of the Lord will come. So he has been teaching them on this before. I imagine when he Mm. was there in person, but also in this letter. So it's not that this is like new information, but the fact that he then does keep talking about it, reminding us and literally letting us know that we do need to be reminded about the reality of Jesus's return. I think that's just a really helpful starting point. Yeah, totally. And it's not only the reality, it's, it's that it has implications. 
that mm. actually the information that he shared last time leads to action, leads to changed minds and changed be- beliefs on how am I going to act and how am I going to live in light of that, doesn't it? Um, and that's what he's kind of going on to kind of share in this part. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and the reality being in verse three, we get this kind of contrast. Don't you? P- people are saying peace and safety and then destruction will come upon them. And there's a suddenness and immediateness. Mm. But when Jesus does come back, it's not that there's going to be um, a kind of gentle intro, like this is it. And so those who are saying peace and safety, which was basically everyone who's not trusting in Jesus mm-hmm. and actually um, be ready. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Be ready because this is what's coming. But then I love that as he gets into the next chunk, sort of verses through four through to 11, be ready not by some kind of just, I don't know, mystery knowledge, but actually because you're people of the light, like mm. you're, you're, you're ready, you're primed in this. Yeah. He's kind of encouraging them to live out who they already are in Christ, aren't they? Mm. You are already in the light. You are children of the day. So live in light with that identity because on the last day, that's who you, you still will be. And yeah. that's who you're striving to be. So I think, as we're getting more and more into this letter and seeing the link, like we're starting to see more and more the links between holiness and Jesus's return, aren't we? Um, yeah. Which I think at the beginning I thought, Oh, I'm not really sure how it's all connecting, but I'm starting to see the why it's so important. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things, isn't it? That I think in our thinking, when we think about holiness, if I think about, um, before really getting into First Thessalonians, holiness was almost a separate box. Like here I am called to Christ, turning and trusting. And then, oh yeah, now what is it to be a Christian? Live out this holy life, which is all true. But actually, I think in this letter, Paul brings them closer together. That as mm-hmm. we live out the holy life, so we are able to keep going and be standing on the last day. And the holiness is not a separate thing. It's actually a means by which we are able to keep going because it's all part of living out who we are in the light. It's, it's yeah. almost cyclical, isn't it? It, it? it all feeds each other as we see Jesus return. So we want to be holy. And as we keep being holy, so we are able to be there at the last day, mm. but all through the grace of God. Yeah. Which is so important, isn't it? So in verse, um, where is it in verse? Oh no, I've lost it. In verse Eight, nine, nine, it's in verse nine, where for God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And just remembering all the striving, you know, he's kind of calling them to be holy and to be, to live out their identity as those called um, to be part of the day, part of the light and not to be part of the night drunkenness um, and that, but he's, but he's doing it from the foundation of you've received salvation. Mm. You've received everything that you need for this. Um, and that's just really crucial, isn't it? To keep remembering, because I know my, the inclination of my heart is to always kind of strive, 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 do, do, do. And again, it's just remembering that it's been done. It's been yeah. done. It's been received. And that's your basis for then seeking to be holy and strive to do more and more of what he was saying last, you know, last. Yeah. And it kind of takes us back to the prayers, doesn't it? Sort of a may God himself do yeah. this in us. Yeah. So what, so what does, so again, like the implication and the application is here for us already, therefore encourage one another and build one another up with, with these words. Um, what, what does this encouragement look like? Let's kind of drill into that a bit more. Mm. Does it, 
can it involve challenge as well what does encouragement really well, look I, like i think that's really i think verse eight is actually really helpful on this so um so but since we belong to the day let us be sober putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet and there's a uh, that kind of even that phrase let us be sober putting on faith there is a challenge in that isn't it like like come back to who you are you're people who have turned to the living true god that's who you are are you are you mm. being who you are i think that's the challenge for me is remember who you are am i behaving in such a way um, that that's that that's you know am i sober in it am i clear thinking as to who yeah. i am and and in that then putting on faith so there's a deliberate action there isn't it the encouragement i think is this is who we are uh, you you are able to live in faith in this way you are able mm-hmm. to love like not in a kind of like do better but actually this is what it is to be us and that's encouraging i, I think that's encouraging what do you think yeah definitely yeah and it's yeah, it's what it's wanting a teachable heart. It's always wanting a teachable heart that's going to receive, this, you know, receive the news of our salvation again and again, and receive people's encouragement to keep striving, to keep, mm. you know, urging us to live more and more for Jesus, who's coming back, isn't it? And so, to when we hear people's encouragement or when we hear people's challenge, um, we hear that in love, and we hear that because they're really concerned that we do keep going till that final day, and that we do live out our calling to be children of the light and not of the darkness. And yeah, so I think for, I, th- I think for me then, therefore it's praying, Lord, give me, give me a heart that's really teachable. That's really kind of easily wanting to be edified by others, wanting to be mm. um, listening to people's encouragement to keep going. If that yeah. Makes sense. I think that's really helpful. And to then accept that that encouragement might be a bit of a challenge on, on holiness on like, what, what yeah. are, are, am I living out this? this light of life, this life of light, (laughs) this life of light in order that I would keep going. And so it's okay. And it's actually welcome for someone to say to me, are you holy in that area? Because that's going to impede your keeping goingness if if you're not. Yeah. And we all need that encouragement, don't we? Because actually without encouragement, without kind of people spurring us on, one another spurring one another on in our day-to-day living, then we're more inclined to just seek after the world, aren't we? And therefore less able to have our eyes fixed on Jesus and less able to remember him coming back at any moment. So we all need this, but we need people on the ground in our local church families, side by side living with us to be able to encourage us well, I think. So true. So true. And that's a real challenge to me, I think, as I think about how to love people well and uh, laying myself open to being loved well as yeah. well which is kind of what you're saying in the teachable heart isn't it but yeah it's yeah it, it almost I feel like it almost sort of just shapes our view on encouragement mm. a, a little differently I feel like there's a bit more meatiness to it or grit to it than big time because the purpose is eternity isn't it yeah <laughs> which is huge isn't it but I think it gives a real depth to what we're seeking to do as as we seek to send that text to someone as we seek to send them a voicemail as we seek to give them a call or meet up for a coffee and just share a word of scripture with someone actually praying that the lord would help us to encourage with eternity in view is a really Mm. valuable thing to do isn't it and you know that 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 won't be in vain that that is a good and helpful way of living this out i think yeah yeah 
And one that we definitely need to pray for. So, so yeah. <laughs> you want to pray for us in this? Absolutely. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word. We thank you for the reminder that Jesus will come back and he will come, come and that he will come back at a time we're least expecting. Um, Father, pr- we pray, please, would you help us to be ready? Would you help us to be ready for that day? Would you help us to live as children of the light, children of the day? And Lord, would you help us as sisters in Christ, sisters in our church families, we pray, would you help us to be those who inc- who seek to encourage one another, who seek to encourage one another with eternity in view. Lord, how we need your help in that to keep our eyes fixed on this bigger and most glorious picture and story that we're living for. Please help us to be those who are great encouragers of others to keep living for this hope, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. Do sign up to our monthly newsletter where actually we seek to encourage. So you'll receive nuggets of encouragement linked to what we're studying each season. We would love to connect with you in that way. It's just once a month, lands in your inbox, hopefully bringing joy and encouragement. The link to it is in the show notes. So do sign up if you haven't already. And this has been an encouragement for sure, Sarah. Being in this oh, movie. it absolutely has, isn't it? Like it's really, really valuable. Yeah. <laughs> do just just go and open it with someone in your church family. Just do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. We'll be praying, praying on for people to be encouraging one another in their local communities as we go from here. And we will see you next time as we approach the end of the letter. Not quite, but yeah. I, I know, but wait, I say approach. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We're thankful for Crossway sponsoring this episode. 